Welcome back to the Hot Tip as Daily Pick Show for Monday, January 17th. Back with some more college basketball action for today. And before we get into Monday's show, Sunday's results, don't have those yet. I'm recording a little bit early here on Sunday um, because I'm traveling and whatnot. So definitely check Twitter, Bet Stamp the Community tab here on YouTube to see all of those results. But without further ado, let's get into Monday's call. The first game I want to take a look at on Monday, Drexel taking on Hofstra. Drexel comes into this game 7-6 and six on the year. Hofstra is 10-7. and seven. And Drexel has played very good basketball. 158th in Kimpom, 168th in the Hot Tip at Rankings. Hofstra has been just as good, though. 124th in Kimpom, 161 in the Hot Tip at Rankings. And obviously, the biggest win for this Hofstra team was that Arkansas win earlier in the season. We were on Hofstra in that game. Um, and, you know, they go out and, and have the upset um, that they wanted and get that win there. And they've been a good team even outside of that a great win over delaware in their last game coming into this one um but they'll be without one of their best players yet again zach cook likely to miss this game with his ankle injury um it sounded like hopefully he'll be back by uh next weekend's games um but nonetheless probably won't be playing here aaron estrada though um has filled in nicely he leads the team currently with 14.9 points per game jalen ray is also scoring 14.8 points per game and overall hofstra is by no means a bad shooting team in fact they've shot the ball very very well this season 53.1 effective field goal percentage on the year and 33.7 percent from beyond the arc as well as 79.5 percent of their free throws and if you've been on the channel for any period of time you know that i love teams that can shoot free throws and hofstra fits the mold very very nicely but they're going up against a tough drexel team it's a drexel team that started conference play here two and one got a good win over northeastern on the road um, on saturday and despite some losses for this drexel team this season they've been a very competitive team really both of these teams have played very competitive this season despite you know iffy records um you may say but drexel also has a couple of scores cameron whitner um leads them in scoring with 14.5 points per game xavier bell is also dropping 10.2 points per game and overall drexel has shot the ball pretty well 51.7 effective field goal percentage and 34.9 percent from beyond the arc as well as 72.3 percent of their free throws um but i do give hostra the slight edge here on the offensive side of the ball they're 64th in adjusted offensive efficiency according to ken palm um, while drexel comes in 121st in adjusted offensive efficiency and we look at the defensive side of the ball they're really probably pretty similar um not really a huge advantage either way 223 just a defensive efficiency for drexel while hofstra comes in 219 according to ken palm um but hofstra has honestly i say they're even um but they both played good you know they both have strong defenses even for a little bit lower ranking um and for this drexel team one of the the brighter spots for their uh, defensive side of the ball has been the defensive rebounding. Drexel is 40th in the country when it comes to defensive rebounding. But really the problem for Drexel, like I said earlier, they've just struggled against better teams this season. They've just, you know, come out in some of those games and really not shown up. Um, and, and that's going to be tough going on the road against Hofstra in this game, a, a Hofstra team that has just looked so, so good as of late. Um, and even though Hofstra themselves don't necessarily have the wins, they've been playing very, very good basketball. They've had some tough opponents. Um, and, and it's really a game that I think Hofstra can run away with a little bit here at the end. And they've played very, very good at home this season i think they continue their ways here love hofstra to cover here against drexel next up on monday's card charlotte taking on fau charlotte comes into this game nine and five on the season fau eight and eight and charlotte's 189th in kimpom 203 in the hot to bit rankings fau 191 in kimpom 
156th in the hot tip bet rankings and for this charlotte team it's one that's looked pretty good here to start conference usa play two wins a win over utep and utsa granted neither one of those teams are exceptionally challenging i mean utep's a decent win utsa is is kind of whatever at this point but two wins nonetheless and you know they've been very very good um so far here through through two games which isn't a huge sample size but um fau on the other hand hasn't looked great a loss to middle tennessee a loss to uab um in their first conference usa games um and they've really just been a team that has struggled against better opponents this season we saw that in display in those two games and even though michael forrest leads this team in scoring with 14.4 points per game um there's still some shooting struggles there aloha is also dropping 13.1 points per game and overall they've been a decent team shooting the ball this season him 53.5 effective field goal percentage 33.5 from beyond the arc as well as 68.4 percent of their free throws free throw shooting could improve a little bit but they're going up against the charlotte team that has a, a great great score and jamari young you know he is dropping 19.8 points per game he is really the heart and soul of this charlotte team and, and really boosts them to another level you know when he is on the court austin butler is also dropping 12.4 points per game he hasn't been bad either and they've shot the ball just as well if not a little bit better than fau 53.7 effective field goal percentage is about the same 35.3 from beyond the arc but they're also in 77.8 percent of their free throws um and like we said love those free throw shooting teams and offensively charlotte has a really Really, really good job holding onto the ball they don't you know turn it over they don't make stupid mistakes only a 17.6 turnover percentage this season 93rd in the country in the category and they've been strong on the offensive side of the ball 147th in adjusted offensive efficiency 244th in adjusted defensive efficiency for this charlotte team fau on the other hand similar stat line 165th in adjusted offensive efficiency 223rd in adjusted defensive efficiency but really for the charlotte team on the defense side of the ball even though the number might not quite be there they've done a really really good job rebounding the ball um, they're 99th in the country when it comes to defensive rebounding and on the road this team has not been horrible they've they've played in some good spots and this is a spot i like them once again when we look over to the fau defensive side of the ball they've also been a defensive um good defensive rebounding team rather 79th defensive rebounding 109 on the offensive side of the ball um and vladimir golden leads the team in rebounding with 5.5 points or rebounds per game rather but overall with this fau team i'm not super sold on the production they've had this season they've really just been a hit and miss this season yeah they'll go out and, and play some competitive games every once in a while but for the most part i have been underwhelmed with what they've showed me i don't love this matchup for them they're going up against the charlotte team um with jamiri young who's an absolute beast who can you know score points with ease and i think charlotte ends up covering this game so give me charlotte here to cover against fau Next up on Monday's card, Mercer taking on the Citadel. Mercer comes into this game 10 and 7 on the season. The Citadel is 7 and 8. And Mercer is a solid basketball team. 210 in Kim Palm, 176 in the hot debit rankings. The Citadel 252 in Kim Palm, 274 in the hot debit rankings. And the Citadel has definitely had some struggles as of late. 1 and 6 in their last, um, or sorry, 1 and 5 in their last six games, rather. The only win coming against UNC Greensboro. And they come into this one following a loss to VMI on Saturday. As far as Mercer goes, they actually got a win over vmi and unc greensboro um in their last two games they got a loss to firm in the week before but they've been a very solid basketball team and we bet them on on saturday against unc greensboro and watching that game especially the first half with mercer there i absolutely loved what i saw this team a big reason is felipe haas who leads this team in scoring with 15.8 points per game jalen johnson is also dropping 15.1 points per game they just got a couple of very very good scores in those two and there's a reason why they're shooting 53.1 percent effective field goal percentage as a team also 
hitting 37.9% from beyond the arc, as well as 78.1% of their free throws. And that's not to say that the Citadel doesn't have scores. I mean, Hayden Brown has been good for this team. He's dropping 18.7 points per game. Um, Jason Roche is also dropping 14 points per game. But overall, I haven't been nearly as impressed with the Citadel shooting this season. A 52.9 effective field goal percentage and 33.8% from beyond the arc, as well as 67.5% of their free throws. Um, and it's a big reason why that shooting from Bursar gives them the slight edge on the offensive side of the ball. They're 113th in adjusted offensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm, while Citadel comes in 193rd. When we look over to the defensive side of the ball, neither one of these teams are, are super strong in that respect. 305 for Mercer, 309 for um, the Citadel, so really lackluster performances by both of them. Um, but really, the Citadel, in my opinion, even though those numbers might be similar, has definitely struggled more this season. Sure, their shot defense is all right. They really are not doing a good job forcing turnovers. They struggle tremendously in that category. They're only forcing turnovers on 14.4% of their possessions. They're 345th in the country in that category. And they're also 343rd in the country when it comes to defensive rebounding. As far as Mercer goes on the decent side of the ball, um, it's definitely a concern. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're not a great defensive team. But in my opinion, it's not a huge deal, especially watching their last few games, that UNC Greensboro game especially. They played good defense, at least at the beginning of the game. Their main problem was just not holding on to the lead at the end. Um, they do end up winning, do end up covering, um, obviously, in that game. But they got to find a way to, to you know, hold on to leads and, and play better um, near the end of games. But going on the road here against the Citadel, I think Mercer's in a great spot here. I think the Citadel continues to struggle in SoCon play. So give me Mercer to cover here against the Citadel. That wraps it up for Monday's college basketball card. If you want to see more college basketball action for today, head over to hotdebest.com. Take a look at the computer model picks up there. Got college basketball, NFL, NBA, NHL, UFC pay-per-view coming up next weekend. So I'll take a look at all of that there. Also, if you haven't already followed me at Hot to Best Chris on Twitter and Instagram, make sure you follow me there so you don't miss out on any future content, as well as on the Best Stamp app, where you can get early access to all the picks the second I record each episode, dropping the picks up there. And last but definitely not least, if you're watching here on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for Monday's college basketball card. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.